Hey y'all, this is Seminarian Anthony Ferguson. Uh, this is an episode of Vici Mundum, the podcast that is basically a conversation between people who don't really know exactly what they're talking about, <laughs> but enjoy having good, uh, wholesome conversations about the faith. Um, and who am I here with? I'm here with Austin Farenholt. Hey folks. And Ken White. Hello. So uh, today I, I kind of have a question for you guys. Because this is something that I've been—I think I've been struggling with, wrestling with, uh, thinking about. So, like, what does it mean to really need God? Hmm. What does it mean to really need God? Like, when I say I need God, what does it mean to you? Well, I, I, the first thing that comes to my mind is—is is, well, we need God in the sense of our existence. That—that mm-hmm. uh, that we are here as long as we're willed. And as long as we're loved, we continue to exist. So in that sense, we we need God um, and His desire to will us um, for our existence. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Ken? Yeah, there's so like, like on an ontological level. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. But then, the, and I thought of that too. But then there's also sort of that that deeper yearning that we all have to be loved, to be loved like for exactly who we are, and. God fulfills that, and no other person can. No other being, I should say. No creature, no person, mm-hmm. um, no angel can fulfill that that perfect love like God can for us. And we all desire it. And you can get close, you know, with your spouse, with your kids. There's a certain amount of love, deep love. But there's still a doubt because you haven't entirely necessarily revealed your entire person. To any other person. So there's that doubt. If they knew this. And even among spouse. Even if they know everything. They don't know what goes through your head all day long. They don't know. There's there's a peace that's still mysterious about every human person. But it's not to God. So you need God to, to expose yourself essentially? No you need God to receive that kind of love that we all yearn for. The complete, unconditional. Unconditional. Completely yeah. exposed love. What do you think, Anthony? Well, I mean, these are awesome responses, and I, and I think they're absolutely true. Where where I was coming at from the question originally, anyways, like the thing that kind of makes me think about this is, you know, sometimes when I think about like needing God, I really at heart wish that I needed Him less. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's an honest yeah. answer. You know, like sometimes I sometimes like it's like, oh man, like I'm back in confession. I wish that I didn't need to be here, mm. but that, that like, if it's like the other side of the coin, like, Oh, I, I don't need, I want to not need God. Yeah. I want to not need his mercy. I want to not need whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, like I want to, I want to be self-sufficient. Yeah. This, this, okay. I have a quote from C.S. Lewis that Anthony left on my desk, which brings up exactly what you're saying. All right, let's hear it. He says, um, he's talking about our growing imperfection and, and getting closer to Christ. And he says, I think that many of us, when Christ has enabled us to overcome one or two sins that were an obvious nuisance, are inclined to feel, though we do not out it into words, that we are now good enough. He has done all we wanted him to do, and we should be obliged if he would now leave us alone. (laughs) As we say, I never expected to be a saint. I only wanted to be a decent, ordinary chap. And we imagine when we say this that we are being humble, but this is the fatal mistake. Of course, we never wanted and never asked to be made into the sort of creatures he is going to make us into. For the question is not what we intended ourselves to be, but what he intended us to be when he 
made us. Mm. And then that just brought to mind what you were talking about, that going to confession and like, I'm just tired of doing this. I don't want to have to need God. And I've experienced that in my own life at times too, where I'm just like, dang it, I don't want to have to need to pray. I just want to go about my day yeah. and not need to say a prayer for this or that thing. Yeah. Um, but but what, I know that the only thing, the only way for that truly to be best for everyone is if I do start in prayer. Yeah. Well, what, I think, I think what's lying behind that quote and about like, and like what I'm trying to get at the, the heart of it is, is like the sense that, uh, like holy people don't need God as much. Like, don't we, don't we kind of think that like, you know, we, <laughs> yeah. you know, we were talking about lay people before and like, oh, well, like, you know, but priests, like how, how often do we pray for priests? Like, like, I, I don't know if I always think of that so much because it's like, oh, well, they're holy. They're, they're supposed to be holy. You know, they're, they're always around God stuff, you know, <laughs> right. they're always doing like religious stuff. So like, you know, they probably have their prayers covered. Like I should pray for this other person. They need God more. So like, I don't know, just. Well, need, I, needing God. Yeah, I think like the beauty is as as you develop a life of prayer, like you just kind of. I mean, there. Yeah, there's kind of that misconception that like, oh man, they're praying a lot. They're holy. Like they're good with God, you know. But what like what's so beautiful, and you read about it with like Saint Faustina, Saint Catherine of Siena. Like the closer they get to God, the closer they get to union with God. The more He's showing them how utterly dependent they are on him. Yeah. And so the more they just lose themselves and say, I'm here for you and you alone. And if, you know, I, I, I need you because I'm here to know you, to love you and to serve you. And so without you, what point do I have? You know? Yeah. So I think the need for God like develops and it, like you become more aware of it because it when you have, yeah, when you like, I, if, if you think about it like a bottle or you've got a Starbucks cup, right? If your Starbucks cup is three quarters of the way filled with pride mm-hmm. and you only have a quarter there that you could fill it with God, you would say, I only need a God a quarter of the way, right? But the less pride you get out mm-hmm. of your life, the more humility you have, then you get lower and lower, you know, with your, your pride coffee. And then God can pour <laughs> humility on top, and it's like I need Him more. You know, it's sweeter than than pride, and I I only want to be filled by Him. And so your desire and your need for Him just kind of I love out. that because sorry, can I no go for it? I, dude. So I was talking to someone just recently, um, and they were they were an agnostic, and we were discussing faith. And he he posed the question, which at the time, you know, it was I, I knew what I was trying to say, but he just didn't get it from my per- because of, I see it from that perspective of the cup emptier <laughs> um, and filled more with God. But he said, "What is it that I'm really missing out on by not having God?" And I said, "That's a great question." <laughs> and he even, but this was the crazy thing. Before I could even say it, he said, "What was on my, you know?" Um, he said, "I." He said, more joy or something, more peace. I mean, I feel pretty peaceful and joyful already. And I looked at him, and I, I just couldn't help but smile. I just said, yeah, but there's there's more. Like, And, and he just couldn't, in his head, he just was like, I don't, I'm content. I th- I'm content. Yeah. I've got, but I think you're right. I think it's because his cup was already full with something that mm. not was not as nice. You know, it's kind of like, 
You you can go mm. and you can eat a little Debbie's and they're good, right? But they're not like they're not like my wife Rannon's amazing chocolate chip peanut butter home baked cookies. They're just not. And, well, now I'm hungry. And, like <laughs> I can go and I can eat and waste the calories on yeah. a little Debbie's, or I can eat one of the amazing homemade cookies from my wife. And and someone who's eating little Debbie's and never tried my wife's cookies wouldn't know what they're missing out on. Yeah, and let's push it a step forward. I mean, little Debbie's and chocolate chip cookies at the end of the day are still sweet and good, but our pride is essentially us holding on to the dirt of our creation. Like, we were made of dirt and the breath of God. I talked about that in the last podcast. Yeah. And so when we hold on to our pride and we say, I don't need the breath of God, all we're holding on to is our dirt. And we walk around saying, look how great my dirt is. You know, this is awesome. And the this only reason we it. can hold that dirt and walk around with it is that God is sustaining us in being. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's, that's the it's madness. So crazy. That's the insanity of sin is that we, can, we think that we can have something yeah. apart from God. That we don't need him, right? That we can we can like hold off something in a little corner. And I, I had this awesome quote from Saint Catherine of Siena. Um, she's she's, she's just, so great. She gets it. Is what what's going on? She writes, "You eternal Trinity are a profound sea, so that the more I enter it, the more I find, and the more I find, the more I seek for you." Like I guess. What that quote tells me is that like when we fool ourselves and think that we've we have enough, like what your friend said, Ken. Like, you know, I have a lot of joy. I have a lot of peace. Like, what more could I ask for? Like, we're settling. Yeah, we're settling for less. Se- we're settling. Like, and when when in reality, like, the meaning of life is a profound sea that, like, we're meant to keep going deeper and deeper into. We're, we're, not, ca- we're not supposed to stop. We're not supposed to say, like, all right, God, I have enough of you now. Like, thanks. I'll just go about my life now. Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. That's not what it if you if you come to that point then you you never really found God because that's not what it's about. Have you have you heard about the man the story about the man who um from Greece? I think it's I think it's um, dynamic Catholic founder Matthew Kelly tells the story. And it's a the story goes that there's a man from Greece and he's lived a really wholesome life, a really virtuous life. Um and one of the the favorite thing about his life besides the the love that he poured into his family and the love that he poured into his work was Greece. He loved the land in which he lived and was from. And he had, when not he died... Movie. Not the movie. No. <laughs> when he died, yeah. Not the movie. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I so, was confused. Greece the movie is pretty cool too. <laughs> uh, John Travolta in his day, dude. But that would not work for this story. So, so he, he dies, this man dies with um, some dirt from Greece in his hand. From the country Greece in his hands. And he goes um, to the gates, to the pearly gates of heaven, and he sees St. Peter, you know, and St. Peter says, you're going to have to let go of the dirt in order to come in. Mm. He's like, ah, but I really love, I really love Greece. I don't, I mean, I I poured my life and soul into my family and my work, and and this was, this was my, uh, one of my great joys. And, uh, and so he sits like on this bench outside of the gate, you know, outside of the gates of heaven looking at the dirt he's just like i don't know if i can get rid of it and and as time as time you know outside of heaven goes there's more people that are coming in that he knows and they're like you know all you just give it up give like let go of the dirt it'll be great like just and he's just i just love i love the land i came from right and that's a natural i think love that we all have for where we were born and where we were raised and where we poured ourselves and so finally little um he's got these different saints coming out and talking to him finally he has little baby jesus Right, little child Jesus come out 
toddler Jesus come out and say, just, just give it up. Give it up. Let it go. You're so much better over there. And so he does. He finally lets go of all the dirt. And he walks through the gates. And what do you think he finds? Greece. Greece. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, have you read the Chronicles of Narnia? Yeah. yeah. It's like the end of the Chronicles mm-hmm. when they're like, you know, they see Narnia just what did I say? higher, further on. up and further, further in. Further up and further in. But like yeah. old Narnia, like the Narnia everybody loved. Yeah. And like that, that was like the mystical land. Like that was like, oh man, like we get to go to Narnia and have adventures there. That's awesome. Now that's over. It's gone. Like they don't have it anymore. But Aslan's like, yeah, but like, come here, like, come to my country. Where, and what do they have? They find Narnia like bigger, better, like, and they just keep getting sweeter. deeper and deeper, yeah. and things are just more and more massive and like overwhelming and overpowering. Like, eye has not seen, ear has not heard what God has ready. Mm, amen to that. So, at the end of the day, what we're saying is we do need God. And we should all be. Sleeping. We kind of need God. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ken. And we also don't need phone interruption. Hey, it's my wife calling. That's important. All right, your wife probably needs you to answer. Yeah, that's that. true. Well, until we next time. Up. Yeah, let, until next time. This has been a great conversation. We hope to uh, have you join us once again here at Vici Mundum. Uh, and uh, God bless you. We'll keep praying for you. Please pray for us. Amen. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the presenters alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church in Newport News, Virginia, or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond. This podcast is presented to you by individuals who are not experts in the field of discussion, but are answering the call of the new evangelization and sharing their love of Christ with you. God bless you.